Oh my God, I thought I was live the entire time. I, I am so sorry, everyone. I am so sorry. I said a whole bunch of things and I don't think any of you heard that. Back to what I was saying, it is March 1st. <laughs> I apologize for this. It is March 1st um, and I was talking for two minutes and I thought that I was live. So I do apologize for that. As I was saying, we have the Miss Asha Intim today, and she is going to introduce her Power Her Conference. I was just giving a blurb about going to uh, www.fluentradio.com to listen to me. Now you probably can hear me on there. And if you are on YouTube or on Facebook, hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, follow your girl. All right, Miss Asha, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be on your show and to be a part of your platform in any way. I'm super excited about that. Yes, I'm excited that you're on here today. And we are going to talk about the the um, the famous, the luxurious or luxurious or fun field weekend <laughs> for her conference 2023. <laughs> so actually, what is the Power Her Conference? So the Power Her Conference is a celebration of Black womanhood. So it's womanhood in all its forms, no matter how you think of that, we're celebrating you if you are any kind of Black woman. Um, so that is um, what the conference is about. Um, what it actually is, it is a paint and sip on Friday night. It is... Uh, a beautiful kickoff with live performances. It is five rounds of workshops that are all about either leveling up the matters of the heart or self-care, which are all topics that are really hot right now and what Black women are um, learning and feeding into. Uh, this is the space we're in in 2023. Like it's all about getting us together in all shapes, forms, and fashions, and um, loving on us and refilling and pouring on us and like getting rid of the burnout culture. So um, those are the three topics. And then after we do the workshops and we uh, go up to our rooms and we change and we get fabulous, then we go to our all black galas. We have two galas going on at the same time. One is the black art experience and then the other is the black excellence experience black excellence experience will have a keynote speaker and we're awarding um prominent black women in the community as well as having having live performances from some amazing spoken word artists and singers all types of beautiful music and art uh and then in the black art experience it's all of those things except for the keynote speaker and the award ceremony. So the Black art experience is all art. So it's spoken word, it's music, it's visual art. So we're putting all of those things together. So the all-inclusive ticket includes not only the workshops, the paintings, the gala, but a comedy show that in, features um, Erica Nicole Clark, uh, who is hilarious, Essence Comedy, who is hilarious, and then finally the amazing Lisa Laird. So uh, so that we're gonna laugh our hearts out because laughter is good, like medicine, yeah. um, as it says in the Bible. And then, even though it's not like not a Christian comedy show, it's, it's just fun, <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be uh, real funny. Uh, and so after that, we will have basically the after party, which is a pajama jam. So uh, you can uh, come bring your pajamas in your purse, or if you're not staying overnight or whatever, and we're all gonna just dance and play games and have parties and kind of wrap up the conference that way for those who aren't staying overnight in the morning su sunday morning we're going to have a toast over brunch uh with some mimosas and kind of do our farewell speeches and hugs and everything so it's a beautiful weekend plan i hope you will come and spend it with it with us it's uh how many events it's five workshops four events for 150 dollars, which is like super cheap and if that is like more than you can do right now, we will work with you. We have a, a link where you can pay partial and like make payments on it toward the event, but it need, all needs to be paid before March 10th. So that is the rundown of the schedule. Um, I can't even begin to name 
the prominent speakers and panelists that will be in the workshops and leading and speaking because it's like 30 of them. <laughs> and so it's so many people uh, that you know. Um, so you need to be in the building to support your people and to like learn and grow and have fun. So like what we want the workshops to do is to be not only like educational and empowering and healing, but also fun. So we want to infuse fun in like all we're doing. So you might want to um, be in those workshops and be at that gala and be at the comedy show. Just be at the Power Her Conference. It's at Hilton McCormick Place, uh, 123 East Cermak in Chicago. So uh, it's a beautiful hotel. Everything about it is elegant and together. And you just need to be in there. You need to be there. Awesome. Awesome. So so why was Power Her Conference created? Like, let us know the the, the magic behind. <laughs> uh, the magic behind it. Um, so for me, I was having a conversation with a friend. And what I do on a regular basis is pour into girls age 5 through 18. So... So we're always giving like uh, life skill workshops and creative arts workshops and uh, mental health and wellness workshops. And then my friend was saying, where was this when we were kids? I wish we had one of these for adults. And so that was where the idea of the Power Hair Conference came from. It's the chrysalis program, but for grownups. Um, so like add a little alcohol at a comedy show and um, <laughs> just do just doing the like 21 and over um, version of that. And also it's what I needed as a person, um, as a mom and as a wife um, and finding myself like pulled in a million different directions and needing something to refill from all the pouring. And so this is our weekend. We just get our girls together and just enjoy focusing on us. Uh, and we deserve to be celebrated as Black women. And I feel like we're not celebrated enough. And so we need to yeah. find ways to involve uh, recreation for us specifically, not family recreation, not wife and husband recreation, but something that's just for you just for you. Um, and I feel like you deserve that. And I want you to have it. And so we curated, just not me by myself. We have a beautiful team of genius, creative, fun women who decided we are going to give this our all. And so there are a million different aspects and we've literally thought of everything. There is something for everybody. We have a spa room, if that's what you're into. We have a meditation room, if that's what you're into. So uh, say you don't want to go to one of the uh, round of workshops, you're tired and you want to take a break, you go journal, you go listen to some soft music, you go get a massage. This is all for you. Uh, and so I just feel like if you miss it, it's something wrong with you. Like you, you should, you should, you should <laughs> totally what more do we need to say to sell this thing? I mean, like it sells itself. The tickets are cheap. You get a million wonderful perks. Uh, just give everything, everything that you can think of that would come from a conference and then just add a whole bunch of swag to that. Like, well, like it's not your mama's uh, conference. This is, you're not going to get a comedy show at a conference usually and all these live performance from world renowned like hey love the poet everybody loves and if you don't know who k love the poet is you need to get on youtube right now and yeah. look up k love the poet so you will know <laughs> what you will be missing if you do not show up at the power her conference look up um eros prince of poetry look that up <laughs> uh, and listen to his work and then go buy your ticket because <laughs> you need to. So, um, I'll stop. Okay, okay. So, how how can how can people get these tickets? Well, you can go on Eventbrite uh, and type in the Power Her Conference, and those tickets come up immediately. So, just click on the Power Her Conference. It's at Hilton McCormick Place, one twenty three East Thermac in Chicago. It is March tenth. Through the 12th, if you cannot spend the night, do not let that stop you from coming. The majority of 
the activity is on Saturday. So if you want to just show up Saturday morning and do the workshops and stay the whole day, if you can only do a part of the day, you only can do the workshops, but you can't do the stuff in the evening, still come. If you can't do the morning because you got something else planned, then do the evening stuff. You can do the comedy show and the gala. So it's, it's literally no excuse. We should see you on March 11th. Um, <laughs> well, everyone, I will be there. So I hope to see you all there alongside with Asha. And I'm so excited about this. I did put the link in the comments um, for if you want to pay in full or pay in installments. So make sure you uh, click that link and purchase the tickets. This is the objective, right? Purchase the tickets. Be inspired, have some fun, let your hair down, and you be the main focus for an entire weekend. How awesome does that sound? You deserve it. You deserve yes. it. Yes, yes. Anything else you wanna you wanna add about the conference or anything? I could talk about this all day. I don't want to take up all of the time. <laughs> have other topics. Um, I'm just saying, please get your ticket. Um, and. Nothing I can say is going to really give you the totality of what you will experience when you come. So um, I need you to take my word for it. I need you to buy the ticket and I need you to show up and I need you to bask in this because you've never experienced anything like it. I okay. I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you, Asha. By the way, this is my best friend from over 20 years, but thank you. I'm talking to her like <laughs> so professional. I'm a super professional in here. <laughs> well, thank you for um coming in and letting us know all about it. Um, we we have been uh advertising this for a couple of weeks, so it's good to put a face to the name and actually hear from the source like all of the goodness that they're going to experience next weekend. So, thanks for stopping by, I really do appreciate it. <laughs> it's an honor to be on your show. Thank you so much. Keep listening to Be Your Own Kind on every platform Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Get in tune. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, love. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And we're just going to, you know what? We're going to keep in with the power of her spirit and play an ad right quick, advertising it just a little bit longer. know your why why the power my reason is because i need this um i need to have a weekend where i can learn something i can be refilled i can be um healed of like different trauma i've experienced i can talk to licensed therapists all included in this price And then I can go to a show, a comedy show. I can have delicious food. It's, it's everything I love wrapped up in one weekend for one tiny price. And I, it's like all of my favorite things together that I'm sharing with other people. So it's like, what do I love? I love poetry. I love art. I love music. I love healing. I love therapy. Um, I love God. And all the things um, that bring me joy and bring me healing and refill me when I'm empty, I'm putting them all together in a specially curated package uh, so I could give it to the Black women in the Chicagoland area and beyond. Okay, okay. So the main idea is Get your tickets for the Power Her Conference. You heard Asha. She she uh, thoroughly described all of the wonderful things that's going to happen. Plus, you saw the ad. Plus, the link is in the comments. Once again, like I always ask, just click the button. Click the button. Um, I did have an intro. So I'm going to replay the intro because, um, yeah, you guys didn't hear it because I didn't click the button. So let me uh, start the intro over and we're going to get into something. Okay. I'm not I can't afford to not record.
Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Okay, so I played that earlier, but I didn't click the button. I was really talking to myself. Actually not. I have my TikTok friends over here uh, to my uh, left that is just keeping me company. So um, yeah, then I realized I wasn't connected. So I do apologize for that. So let's let's just get this get this party started. Um, for those listening um, on Fluent Radio, um, welcome. And sorry that you missed the first part of the show. For those that want to listen to me on Fluent Radio, go to www.fluentradio.com or you can hit YouTube or you can go to Facebook, wherever you are. Thank you for being here with me tonight. So we're going to get into our first segment, which is sunshine. Dream, dream. Dream. I fell asleep the flowers. I fell asleep Okay, okay. I like to start everything on a positive note because why not? So if you all, well, we all know this is Women's History Month. This is the month where we can highlight all of the women that inspires us, um, that that we personally know, um, someone in the world, whatever the case. This is the month to celebrate us. And you don't have to be like a prominent figure or where everybody can know it could be someone like my mom is like the best inspiration to me and it could be someone that has like touched you it could be the his because we all got history right so it doesn't matter how many people know about us how renowned we are we're special to someone and someone is special to us so on this month celebrate those women that have inspired you and that have pushed you forward and don't forget to celebrate yourself if you're a woman because once again you have history too so i want to get into solange because she's everything 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 and this excerpt was amazing a black woman so the work will so let me re- be redo the it of a black woman so you can hear from the beginning what woman so the work will always be through the lens of a black woman i think we the most mm. pop in but you know i am a black woman so the work will always be through the lens of a black woman i think we the most popping popping one (laughs) yes and i do i do agree with that she's still talking yeah i do agree with that like we are the most popping ones we are out here popping we are out here i just looked up uh last week that there is a um an influx and an increase of black women entrepreneurs so we're out here doing our thing like i said we're out here creating history we're out here creating legacies yes so celebrate you as well so the next um happy thing for the day um is congratulations to jaylene seberg she received the Chadwick Bozeman Memorial Scholarship. It will cover her for four years of schooling at Howard University. Let's give her a hand. I feel like always on social media, like the negative is highlighted, but never the positive. So I just want to say congratulations to her. Um, rock it out in college, especially if it's for free and you don't have student loans. What a blessing. What a blessing. Um, congratulations. Congratulations. And rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. Before we get into our next um, segment, we're going to get in a little, get some commercials going. And I'll be right back. Wait, no, we're not going to do a commercial. We're going to keep going. So we're going to start with Key with Re. I forgot I reset my schedule. <laughs> So this is what I'm always telling people, like, who is on social media. There are a lot of people getting scammed on social media, thinking that they're talking to an actual celebrity, and they are not. They are not talking to an actual celebrity. And how do you know? Because it's not an actual celebrity. If it doesn't have a blue check, if, like, check the profile, you can tell if it is the fake person go to google and see if this is the original um handle for their youtube or their twitter or whatever it is like just pay attention pay attention to that 
So unfortunately, this young woman believed that she was engaged for Marianne. She had been talking to this um this our Marianne persona online for years. She's given them money, all types of things. And so I wanted to just highlight how careful we need to be online because like non-celebrities aren't who they say they are so definitely these celebrities aren't who they say these non-celebrities are not whoever they're portraying to be so anyway let's let's get into this That's the truth and let's reset this manager wants me to pay three thousand dollars to meet him his manager wants you to pay three thousand dollars to meet mm -hmm someone that you're engaged to right he asked me to marry him last year right does that sound logical to you no it doesn't that's why i want to find out the truth you live where in the bronx and he rides his bike and goes to the mall right why have you never met his manager wants me to pay three thousand dollars to meet him so does that even sound wants you right, to pay though? $3,000 to meet mm -hmm. someone that you're engaged to. He asked me to marry him last year. Right. Does that sound logical to you? No, it doesn't. That's why I want to find out the truth. You live where? In the Bronx. And he rides his bike and goes to the mall. Right. Why have you never met? So it's crazy. This is what Omarion has to say. Manager. Ah. How far these people will go to convince and manipulate my fans to think that they are actually speaking with me. From sending fake driver's license and passports, even FaceTiming them, claiming that there was a bad connection when they never even seen me. I'm so sorry, Simone. I haven't been speaking with you online and we are not in a relationship. You haven't sent me any money. I want everyone to be aware that if someone is online claiming to be me and asking for money, that you are not speaking with me. I will never do that. It's crazy how far so, these people. So that's what I'm saying. You have to be more careful. And so I don't know how long she's been talking to him. I I don't I don't understand it, but to send $3,000 just to see somebody you're engaged with. I just think sometimes you be a fan of something, of someone, and you just get so excited until you're like, oh, I can't believe that Armarion, you know, is is checking for me or whatever. So, um, yeah, be careful out here. There is somebody getting scammed online every second. Somebody's getting scammed right now. Just be, just, just be careful. Um, and I'm just going to go to quick commercial before we get into the next topic. I'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific need, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid, and I took that leap to talk with someone, to later learn that it was going to be okay, and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge, anytime. Join the three million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced better health therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K. That's betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K because you deserve it. Okay, okay. Hey, 
I went to therapy and it changed my life, like totally changed my life. I was able to, to, I don't know, sift through some things, heal through some things, switch perspectives. So even if you don't do it through better help, I always say at least just trial run a therapist to see, just to get some things out for that one, that one uh, appointment. But I, I recommend therapy for everyone. Um, but if you want to get 10% off your first month, go to www.betterhelp.com backslash B-Y-O-K. All right, let's get back into the subject. I was a little distracted, so here we go. So a white student ex was expelled from Howard University Law School and he's suing over racial discrimination. Now, this is a long article. I read the whole article, and basically, he was doing a lot of crazy stuff. Like, there was a picture that he posted um, of a slave. I don't know if you ever seen the picture with the slave that have the, the whips, on, whips on his back, like the statue. He was like, I wonder what he did to deserve it. And he made, well, this is right here, this picture right here. Yeah, this is this is basically what he said. I wonder what, yeah, but we don't know what he did before the picture was taken. So he was doing all these racial slurs and all this inappropriate, um, appropriate behavior. And so they, you know, they expelled him from the school. And so he's saying that he was treated poorly. Um, he was racially discriminated against. And I think people were just reacting to, his behavior, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, he's just saying because he was white and that's why he was treated bad in the HBCU, but that's why I had to read the whole story. No, he was expelled um, due to the repercussions of him being inappropriate. Um, so this, I read, I did read also that a lot of um, non-Blacks attend HBCUs, but number one, it's cheaper. Um, I think that's the biggest thing, you know, and number two, I mean, they're the minority. So I think there are some some schools that if you're in a minority, you still get a scholarship, whatever the case. Um, he chose to be in this HBCU and you think that he would have acted accordingly, but he did not. So now he wants to sue the school, which if you're wondering what the school is, it is Howard University School of Law. So now he wants to sue them. Um for what you know he, he had a full-blown scholarship too so i guess he's just in this point he's just salty about it and i don't really think you could press your privilege um in this case you know what i'm saying so it, the fact that he was like posting um inappropriate tweets and things of that sort like there's evidence of your ignorance and so i just don't see i honestly just don't see him getting far with this at all Anyway, our last subject is uh, Jordan. What is his name? His name is Michael B. Jordan. I can never remember his name. And this is a really, really like popular name, like Michael Jordan. So I don't know if you've heard that um, one of the radio personalities went to school with him. Two of them went to school with him and they call him corny in high school. So she decides to um, interview him on the Creed premiere um, and Michael B. Jordan, he didn't forget, basically. And so I'm going to uh, refresh this and go. Jordan, the director and the star of Creed 3. And, you know, we know each other. We go way back all the way to Chad Science in Newark, okay? What a kid, right? <laughs> no, I did not say that. Misquoted for sure. No, you did not hear me say I said we used to make fun of the name. But, yeah, he is obviously killing things out here. How is the difference between you actually directing and working with the same people that you were directed with versus? Uh, it, it was it was awesome. You know, I'm having, it's a family vibe. Yeah. Last nine nine years of my life, um, I spent on the Creed films. Uh, they're very supportive. Nice. You know, Tessa, uh, Felicia, Rashad, Wood Harris, people that see me grow up. And uh, for the fact that I stepped behind the camera and finally got a chance to direct them, they, they, they love it. They well, you're not corny anymore. <laughs> Michael she B. said it again. <laughs> then she said it again. So there, there's half and half. So some people think that um, it was inappropriate for him to talk to her like that. And some people was an advocate for it because um, when else would he address it? You know, I don't think that, I mean, you could tell his energy, like he really didn't want to talk to her, but he had to talk to her because he was there. So I think the whole thing, um, the whole thing is his feelings was hurt. So, 
you know, that's why he naturally said something. But on the other hand, did he have to do it right there at the premiere? So that's the half and half. Anyway, I like this point of view from Blue Centric. I love Blue Centric. And so I wanted to read this. And it says, newsflash, men actually have feelings. Yes, even rich ones like Michael B. Jordan. And be clear, this woman shamelessly recounted bullying um, Michael B. Jordan. And he accurately quoted the use of corny in a conversation where she demonstrated she agreed based on how she used to treat him. So even if she didn't use the exact word publicly, ignoring her years of mean-spirited actions over a single piece of semantics to invalidate his reasonable grievance is dismissive. The real moral of this story, be careful who you talk crazy to because one is whack and two, some of us don't forget. Sis trying to have a moment of familiarity with him on the red carpet by saying they went to school together but wanting to erase how shitty she was at the best selective memory. If you're going to bring something up on the full story. So what uh, Blue Centric is saying, she didn't issue an apology. She actually bullied him a little bit more and was like, yeah, well, you're not corny anymore. You know, so I think it's just a lack of ownership. But like I'm saying, was that the place for that conversation? You know what I'm saying? Like, do we need to do this, you know, at the premiere? You know, so I don't I don't know if. That was the place for it, to be honest for you. But I do understand what she's saying. But she says real accountability doesn't use technicalities to override basic human compassion. Manipulation does. And if any of our mutuals plan to see her soon, feel free to send her this post because I love to see L'Oreal do better um, while we while we still care. And so I get what she's saying, you know, show ownership. But what I'm also saying, like, was the creep premiere a time to really talk about that? You know, um, being bullied myself, I feel like if I come across a bully, I'd speak. I mean, we're not going to be like best friends or whatever. But I mean, depending on the situation, if you want to talk about it, we could talk about it. But I've had like, I think one of my bullies tried to like uh, friend me on Facebook. I feel like that's too far. I'm not ready for that yet. So uh, <laughs> I can get him having a little chip on his shoulder. I totally get it. Um, but what do you think about the situation? I don't know. Like, I felt like he he took he don't know when he was gonna see her again, so he called her out on it. I mean, that's that's basically um how I saw that. All right, well, let's get into our next segment of what's the 411. Oh, we have a comment. Um, you're more forgiving than most. Well, thank you, Facebook you Facebook user. <laughs> I hate they don't tell me who I'm talking to, but thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't seem to think so. Um, I think I'll say like, okay, I'm over it. And then I'll lay in the bed and then I would be like, hey, wait a minute. And then it'll just start stewing and start stewing. And then I'm angry all over again. And so, so then when I go to the person like, hey, that hurt my feelings. They're like, hey, I thought that you had let it go. I'm like, no. I pondered and I thought about it a little bit more. So it does take me a minute because I have those emotions up and down. So um, I don't know how forgiving I can actually be. <laughs> but um, she said, I think he did what all of us would have done. Yeah, I just feel like was the setting appropriate for that? Like, I get it. I'm not invalidating that his feelings was hurt. But here at the Creed premiere, and I guess he put her on the spot because she put him on the spot on a radio show. So um, I guess she, you know, he was dishing, you know, dishing out what she you know did to him so yeah i think that's think that's interesting um so speaking of michael b jordan he's also you know he was all up and down the feed this week so it was so this this person from um twitter courtesy of national black guy says images of black men loving on each other seem to make some of us very uncomfortable which only means we need to see more of it so a lot of people felt with this picture right here, a lot of people felt um, that this was giving out homosexual vibes. All I'm saying is like there's this thing that there's pushing a gay agenda. I don't know about all of that, but what I do know is it's pushing love. You know what I'm saying? Like why should men be uncomfortable of hugging another man or or giving props to another man. Like, when have we, like, here's the thing. I feel like men are raised not to feel emotion. And they're not allowed to cry. And they're not allowed to be affectionate. And then they grow up and they're angry. And just like, just like anybody, 
if you suppress and you hoard emotions for such a long time, you're going to explode. So what makes a man less, like, less deserving of being loved? Like, or, or showing affection to someone that has been there for them or a friend or whatever. And so people looking at this picture and they just automatically like, oh, oh, they look like a couple. Do they, though? Because if this was two women, if this was Taraji and... I don't know, Queen Latifah, I'm just naming people. If this was Taraji and, and Queen Latifah in this picture, this wouldn't even be a topic. This wouldn't even be a topic, but because it's two black men that's showing, you know, they're showing um, admiration for each other, all of a sudden it has to be something sexual or something romantic. It's the double standards for me, basically, is what I'm saying. Um, we have another comment. Sometimes we can't care about the setting. We gotta go for it. And I get it. I get it. She, he was ready. He had been holding that in since school. Because here's the thing. I can remember what every bully said to me growing up. I can remember it. And so I can see if he just had like a, an instant like moment. Like, okay. Oh, okay. So you think you just going to interview me? Like you ain't said nothing. So I totally get that. I totally understand that. And so back to this, you know, um, so then they were showing other pictures of, this is um, L. Cool J. And I think this is Jay Z. I think I'm not sure. Then they have Miles. Oh, they got the names at the bottom. Oh, they didn't. Um, Miles Davis and Charles Rose. Then we have um, Portier and Belafonte. Then we have uh, oh, this is Chad Boswick and this is Michael B. Jordan. And I feel like this was like a tender moment because did he know that Chadwick was sick? You know what I'm saying? Like, did he know that? And so outside looking in. You know, people can judge that, but you don't know the story behind these pictures or these sentiments or how these people have actually, you know, been affected, the impact that these people have had in other people's life. You know what I'm saying? So I just think we need to cut it out with the labels. It's annoying. This is joy. You know, you get the point. Like, cut it out with the labels. Cut it out with always having something to say. You know what I'm saying? What business is it? Even if it was, even if they were in a relationship, what business is it of ours? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? What is it? And so um, I saw this tweet. I love Twitter. I saw this tweet and it says, why do black men believe that affection is femininity? It's talk. That's the answer to that. Um, this is exactly why we struggle with relationships and loving our families. Get out of here with the ignorance. All I see here is something beautiful between two brothers brotherly love and that is the thing that is the thing we've got to stop with the titles we have to stop with the titles that's 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 all i that's all i have to say about that like we just 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 stop <laughs> speaking of stopping adidas have come to their senses and it is alleged that they have teamed back up with kanye west because they have billions of dollars of merchandise that they cannot sell without mr yay and so it says Kanye West, um, courtesy of the Melanin Shea Room, um, Kanye West and Adidas have allegedly reached an agreement for him to help sell the rest of their Yeezy merchandise. The report says Adidas and Ye have reached an agreement. Um, no new Yeezy branded designs, only selling current Yeezy branded products that Adidas cannot sell without him. No update on future after they're sold. And Pirate Blacks will be one of the first released. So could it be that Kanye will be a billionaire by the second quarter of this year? Hmm, possibly. I knew that was going to happen. Yes, I am a diehard Kanye fan. But aside from that, I knew that he was going to make it back to billionaire status. I feel like it's. I feel like Adidas didn't want to like separate anyway. It was just they had to. You know, it was a political move. Um, however, they knew that this was probably going to happen, but they're losing billions, billions of dollars. And so they, you know, it, they kind of forced their hand to, you know, to have to team up with this guy again. So no one's objecting. No one's saying anything about it. So, uh, yeah, I find that kind of fishy because no one's trying to cancel Adidas. So, hmm, who knows? All right. And so um, I think we're going to go into another commercial and I will be right 
What other commercial do we have? Yes, here we go. Here's a good one. Y'all, your girl, Miss Michi, checking in with my girl, Renita, from Be Your Own Kind. You know that's my sis. Make sure that you tune in every Thursday to The Blueprint Live at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, live on Facebook and YouTube. And then you can catch me on Floor Radio, Philly Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5, and Mixed Talk Media. And I'm available anywhere that you listen to podcasts, okay, and your radio shows. So get on it, okay? Hey, let's do this. I love to connect with you and promote what you got going on. Let's get it. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Blueprint Live, visit the bpmediacode.com today. Okay, okay. That is my partner, Miss Michi. Make sure you follow her on IG at M-Z-M-E-T-C-H-I. I also have the banner, but I'm spelling it because that's how important it is. Make sure that you that you also go to her shop at www.missmichi.com backslash shop. Use the code BYOK to receive 15% off. Just like that. Just like that. Who doesn't love a sale? Who doesn't love a sale? And shameless plug, if you are on Facebook or YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button for me. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so this is the last What's the 411 before we get into our topic. Yes. All right, so I don't know if you guys have um, heard of the Lip Bar um, owner. She is now, she's it's black owned, and she is now the, um, the top selling make cosmetic brand in Target. Talk about that. So before she became that, she was on Shark Tank and Mr. O'Leary, who they call AKA Mr. Wonderful was kind of like, nope, nope. It looks like clown, uh, clown makeup. If you don't believe me, let's just go back a little bit. Okay. So I found it. I was looking for it and I kept looking at it. I'm like, did he say this? And so this is CVS, y'all. So I'm going to have to read a disclaimer because what they not going to do is copyright me. So here we go. Um, Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Okay, now that we got that out the way, let's listen to Mr. Wonderful. Allowance pro tip. Tell your parents to save money on wireless and give you a raise. Switch to Xfinity Mobile and save hundreds a year with the best price for two lines of Unlimited. Just $30 a line per month. Okay, so here we go. It's difficult for women of all these different complexions and undertones to find colors that are perfect for them. We decided to create this app where customers can easily log on, create their own custom color from these 10 shades. How much do I pay you for it? $32. This is a new innovation. I can see a massive market share in the clown market. (laughs) Kevin. And that's what he said. He called it a clown market. A clown market. Now, fast forward, she's killing it. She's killing it. Like, she is the top the top selling cosmetic brand in Target. And this was a good, I wanted to start with this story, well, end with this story, what's the 411, because it kind of transitioned into our topic tonight, which is, is the mountain you? Is the mountain you? So, yes. So, yes, he planted, he planted, you know, doubt in her head, you know, for her not to believe in herself. However, she kept going. And look at her now. She has a successful business. If we will, if we allow all the no's and all the rejections um, to get in our way, we will still be at point A forever. Sometimes you just got to go with it. If you feeling in your gut, if God gave you the vision, run with that. Run with that because He gave you the vision, not the people, not the spectators on the outside. And so, before we get into the rest of the topic. So recently, um, I called him David O'Leary, Kevin O'Leary, whatever, um, Mr. Wonderful. Um, they asked him on the Breakfast Club, like, you know, like, oh, you said that the lip, the lip bar last night, I think it's Tiffany Butler, you know, like the, you know, like you said that she wasn't going to make it. Like, how do you feel about that now? And so I want to play that um, once again. Um, I'm going to put the disclaimer up there just so I don't get tagged. So here we go. This is the Breakfast Club excerpt. Why don't you tell them the truth? You're 
it, your idea sucks. It's going to zero. You're going to go bankrupt unless you stop. Go do something else. <laughs> but look, the girls from the lip bar were on. They're from Detroit and they were on the show and their business has been pretty successful and they're doing well. They're in Target. They're in all these stores. They yeah, they rub that in my face even all on billboards. All the time. They, yep, I saw the billboards <laughs> in Detroit. What's but the billboards say? It says, Mr. Wonderful's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just saw those because they had their 10-year anniversary. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Look, I'm, pr I'm proud of them for taking the heat. I'm proud that their entrepreneurs are successful. It's a wonderful thing to see that happen. Mm -hmm. But they were facing an almost impossible task because going into the cosmetics industry, is so difficult to get market share, but they pulled yeah. it off. So look, you gotta, you gotta applaud them. There's no question about it. But that is a tough space because the margins are so high that the competition is brutal. It's mm -hmm. just brutal. So basically you saying, I'm not sorry. I was correct in my assessment. It's hard. You know, it's an anomaly that, you know, she made it as far as she did. Here's the thing. Don't stop believing in you. That's all I want to say. Like, don't stop believing in you. And so congratulations and kudos to her. I don't know why her name is escaping me. So I'm going to look it up right quick because I don't want to just call her the lip bar. I want to call her who she is. Um, and I've been reading about it all day and now it's slipping my mind. So uh, yeah, Melissa Butler. I know it was Butler. Melissa Butler. So congratulations to Melissa but Butler. She's killing it. Um, if you don't know anything about the lip bar, go to the site now i'm not getting paid for this but i do want to highlight someone this is what this what i said this is women's mystery uh history month so we're going to go about it so if you go to her about page i loved what she said she said wall street expects shark tank reject trails blaze bar raised proudly self-made you know, she said a rejection on Shark Tank only fueled Melissa's tenacious spirit, motivating her to reclaim power over her own dream. And that's what I love. She didn't let a closed or what seemed to be a closed door, you know. And here's the thing. We do have closed doors. Doors will be closed. Windows will be shut. But guess what? It's not just one door. It's not just one window. There's another door. There's another window. There's another opportunity. There's another ass. There's another um, millionaire that can help you. It's You know, that's just not what God intended. That just wasn't the journey that he set forth for her, you know. So it says she grew the lip bar beyond lipstick to TLB, award-winning maximum impact, minimum effort beauty must have for all. So kudos to Melissa Butler for, um, for just persevering and just keep going, you know, despite. So um, that wasn't even part of the lineup, but I think she deserved her flowers. I think she deserved her flowers. And now we're going to get into the topic of the day, actually, of the night. Here's the future topic. Hey, lovelies, now it's time for the topic of the night. Okay, okay. All right, so the topic of the night is, are you the mountain or is the mountain you? Same question. Basically, what I'm asking is, are you in your own way? Are you your own stumbling block? And so what made me even um, think of this topic was I was thinking of how there are some things, you know, that, that I plan to do or some goals, aspirations, whatever, and year after year pass. And I'm still there and I'm still, you know, still moving like I'm making I'm making movement, but I, I didn't see pro progress, which is actually the um, that is the theme for the month. So we're going to be talking about things like this anyway, which I should have started with whatever. And so so I'm like, well, some some hurdles, some stumbling blocks are things that you actually can't control. And what do I mean by that? You can control how you think. You can't control your perspective. You can control your response. Yes, there are a lot of uncontrollables that happen to us in life. However, those are the, the actions towards the things that we're encountering is within our control. So could our thinking be our mountain? Could our procrastination be our mountain? Could our negative self-talk be our mountain? Are you in your own way? Are you the one talking yourself out of the great idea? 
And so I just want, I just, I don't know, like, what do you feel about that? Like, what are your comments on that? I know I could have, like, when I was thinking, when I was, like, thinking about what to say, I was thinking of a lot of things that were within my control that I'd rather just complain about it or be un- be be comfortable and not be comfortable being uncomfortable, which we talked about a lot last uh, episode. You know, so am I going to sit in this fake comfort, which is really just, um, something that's familiar, or am I going to get uncomfortable and and do this thing and do this change? And so that's what led me to this. So that's the first question. So the next thing is, are you in ownership of your identity or someone's expectations of you? I thought that was important. Now, where this derived from is I, um, this was actually a podcast episode that was posted last Friday. And the the interviewee said some of the things that we're holding on to don't even belong to us how powerful is that it don't even belong to us it is something that was told to us as a child that was told to us yesterday that was told like some of or or sometimes people haven't put any expectations on us but we have created expectate like what we feel other people's expect out of us does that make sense like People expect me to be this way, to act this way, to say this, to do this, to do that. So now we've created all of these constructs for ourselves and we put it off on, well, how would my mother think of me? How would this person think of me (laughs) when they haven't put these expectations on, on you at all? You know what I'm saying? So are you even, are your goals yours? Are your dreams yours? Have you ever just in the middle of your movement ask and say, do I even want to do this? Is this something I want to do or something I think somebody want me to do? You know, or is this something that I was told that I should do? You know, especially when you grow up, I'll just use the um, the example of college. You got to go to college. You got to go to college. You got to go to college. There are so many options besides college. I'm not knocking college. I'm very happy that I went. I'm very happy that I graduate. However, that wasn't my only option. It wasn't just the military or college, you know, but. I didn't explore any of those because it's either the military <laughs> or college and I'm not running nowhere. So I went to college. So, <laughs> you know, but it's like, what if we actually stopped and we don't have to wait. It doesn't have to be a special moment. We don't need candles. We don't need to get romantic about it. Just stop and sit for 10, 15 minutes and just say, think of some of the things you're doing, especially the things that are stressing you out especially the ideas that distress you out and ask yourself if this is something you still want to do. And sometimes we stay in situations and relationships and whatever that no longer serves us because number one, it could be the fear of starting over. Number two, it could be what will people say? How many people are still in marriages just to prove that their marriage is working? But in reality, it's not working. It's not working. How many people are at jobs to, you know, just to keep the title because they can't, they're scared to to be titled something else. So they're scared to be in another job. You know what I'm saying? Just because of what people are gonna say. What is your why? And 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 here's the thing: your why could change from day to day, decade to decade, whatever. So something that might have served you a couple of years ago, it may actually not serve you now. And here's the thing: life is not an audition. If you have a why, let it be a why that you want. Even if it means you have to be reacquainted with your desires, reacquainted with your goals, or even just having a session with God and just praying for vision, your vision. What vision do you have for my life? Because we all have these gifts. We all have these gifts for the sole purpose to to fulfill God's purpose. You know, so think about that. Are Are you the ownership of your identity or are you just this persona of what you think you should be? Are the ideas in your head really about you or is it something somebody told you? So um, what do you guys have any comments on this? <laughs> you know, so I, I, you know, that once again, that was a question of reflection for me myself. Like, you know, am I in ownership of my identity? Can I walk in the room and truly say that I am authentically me? Can I be comfortable with being silly? Can I be comfortable with dancing with no rhythm? Can I just be comfortable with me, you know, or do I have to say, well, I don't have rhythm and, you know, you get teased if you don't have rhythm. Like little, I'm telling you, it'd be little stuff like that that has ownership of who we are or that keeps us captive and and, um, makes it unwilling for us to be free to who we are, so... 
um, hit me with the comments if you got something to say. All right. And so um, the next thing is, um, have you depended on your limiting beliefs because they are comfortable? So earlier we talked about being in our, our you know, being being in our comfort zone and not feeling good being uncomfortable for instance it is not comfortable to work out it is not comfortable to eat right but will it change my health yes <laughs> it's it's learning to make uncomfortability your new thing that is your new cozy being cozy with being uncozy basically and so excuse me and so i saw this video this ted talk from Betty smith um, she's apparently a friend uh, with Chris Rock. So, yeah, so I'm going to play it. But Fluent, as I play this, um, we are going to, pro it's probably going to end, um, probably going to keep going before I end it. So I just want to thank you all who did listen in today. Sorry for the technical difficulties today. Um, but please, but you could have been anywhere, but you decided to be here with me. And I totally appreciate that. Please catch me next Wednesday, um, 9, 20 central, central standard time, 10, 20 Eastern standard time. And thank you for listening to the show. So we're going to get into, um, Miss Beverly here and hello, TikTokers. How are you guys doing? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for watching the show. I appreciate it. All right. So I don't know if this is another one of those copyright moments. I don't know if TED Talk gets you. So I'm going to do this thing again. But um, OK, so I'm going to get to I love when people have uh, chapters. That's why I do chapters for mine. But here we go. I'm extremely limber and very happy. Come to think of it, though, guys, I'm actually limber and happy right now. But I would be lying and I believe it is against international law to lie during a TED talk. So I'm not going to do that. And as a matter of fact, my insecurities popped back up as late as last year. I was minding my business, as one does, perusing social media, and I saw people excelling in a space where I, you know, traditionally had a lot of success. So I'm looking at it, and I'm like, well, why the hell they ain't call me for that job? And I have this, like, angst. And then I realize... They didn't call me for that job because you already said you didn't want that job. You told the universe you weren't into working like that. You don't want a job. I, I really don't. I'm not into it. So that's why it happened. And what I realized is that um, intellectually I had grown and evolved, but emotionally I was Tom Petty and I was living in Petticoat Junction. I told y'all that brown doesn't look good on me. Petty looks even worse. It's not my shade. And so what I, I, I wound up having to do was really get a grip. I had to assess a few things about myself and I decided to do a little self-help ritual called take a note, give a note. And it's easy. When you see someone having something that you believe you deserve, you take a note. You ask yourself a few questions. Is it something that you really want? Perhaps that person is better suited than you are for that. Um, does the universe, is the universe conspiring for you to have that? Really kind of try and be honest with who you are and where you're at in life. Once you do that, you take a deep breath and you say, their wins have nothing to do with my worthiness. You hear that? Their wins have nothing to do with my worthiness. It's none of your business. And then you're ready to give a note. You go on social media and you say, congratulations. Or my personal favorite, you pick up the phone like it's the 20th century and you say, congratulations, kudos. You did that, Al. You go, girl. You do all the things. Instantly, you feel like a better human being because you have actually extended grace. You've extended grace. You've extended grace to someone else. And I believe that when you remove malice from your heart, not only do you feel better, you look better. I think you, you lose your frown lines and your wrinkles lessen and your age spots disappear. I believe it's better than Botox, extending grace. I do. I love that. I love that. And not only was she extending grace to the person, she was extending grace to herself. Like, this is something that I didn't even want. So, you know, um, and then she took a step back to say, what is it that I really want? 
you know, and so I feel like part of limited beliefs is thinking that you were robbed in life. Like, I'm not deserving of this. This other person is deserving of this. You know, um, I love this advice, how to stop being a hater, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but it's also is, it's that, that victim mentality. Like, I don't deserve this. How come this person gets this and I don't? Lord, when is it my time? It's your time now. Just because it's not, you're not at the end result don't mean that you're not in preparation doesn't mean that progress is not ensuing like it's it's progress is happening you know um I find that a lot of people just be busy they just be busy for the sake of looking busy but there is no progress it's like being on a treadmill you know you you're in constant movement but you're you're not, you're not going anywhere you know what I'm saying and and some people do that for the facade of looking like they're they are successful you know, um, because if I don't look busy, then it looks like I'm not doing anything. And sometimes the best ideas come when you're doing nothing. When I'm sitting in the bed and I'm not on my phone and I'm not on anything, that is when my best ideas like come forth, you know. Um, and so that's still a limiting belief. Like if I'm not doing something, if I'm if I'm sitting still, then I'm not doing anything. I'm not accomplishing anything. And that's not true. That's not true, you know. So um, if we are depending on our limited beliefs um, because they're comfortable, let's get uncomfortable. Basically, like, let's get uncomfortable. Are you ready to get uncomfortable? Because I know that I am. I mean, I am getting uncomfortable now and I'm starting to get used to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so the ending of this is when limiting beliefs are uncharted territory for an extended period of time, they start to process as reality. When resistance to healing and change you could inadvertently become your stumbling block because you don't you don't really desire to be your stumbling block. You don't want to be the one in your way. <laughs> what sucks about that is wherever you go, you're with you. So if you're your stumbling block, you're constantly tripping over yourself. That's annoying, right? And it's aggravating, right? But sometimes we, we can live in a certain mindset or a certain situation or be in a certain relationship for so long that we think it's a norm. We think it's a norm to be upset we think it's a norm to be unfulfilled. We think it's a norm to be unhappy. No, no, that's just your norm. That's when you decide, hey, well, this, this is just how it's going to be. It will be if, if that's what you decide what it's going to be. But if you want it to be different, do the work. Do the uncomfortable work. And you'll look up a month from now. I see so many memes talking about if you look six months from now, um, if you start today, and look six months from now, you'll be further ahead than you were, you know, when you started. And I know you like, duh, Renita. But yeah, duh. So let's get started. <laughs> so um, I just thought that these were some good questions to ponder. And and um, I, they actually had me in thoughts as I wrote them. Because I'm like, okay, okay. This is making, you know, making sense. And it's kind of stepping on my toes or whatever. So let's just make, I mean, we have enough stumbling blocks and we have enough going on you know in our world that's out of our control let us not be the thing that's getting in our way let us not be our worst enemy so i think i'll close with that <laughs> so um i just thank you all for um coming on the show thank you for your patience um there was some things going on in the background so if i looked a little distracted i actually was um so <laughs> So I just thank you guys for spending um, this this time with me. Once again, you could have been anywhere, but you decided to just hang out with your girl. And before we go, I just do want to play the Power Her um, commercial one more time. And then um, I will just see you guys next time. And don't um, forget to be kind to yourself and to be kind to each other. Bye. know your why why the power her my reason is because i need this um i need to have a weekend where i can learn something i can be refilled i can be um healed of like different trauma i've experienced i can talk to licensed therapists all included in this price
And then I can go to a show, a comedy show. I can have delicious food. It's, it's everything I love wrapped up in one weekend for one tiny price. And I, it's like all of my favorite things together that I'm sharing with other people. So it's like, what do I love? I love poetry. I love art. I love music. I love healing. I love therapy. Um, I love God. And all the things um, that bring me joy and bring me healing and refill me when I'm empty. I'm putting them all together in a specially curated package uh, so I could give it to the Black women in the Chicagoland area and beyond. All right, you guys. All right, you guys. You know the drill. Go to Eventbrite or look in the comments, um, hit that link, buy those tickets, and I really, really, really hope to see you all there. All right, we made it through another live. I will see you guys next Wednesday, and enjoy the rest of your week, and do something that you love, by the way. All right, thank you. Bye.